Okay, I'm ready. You guys ready? Cool. Let's rock and roll. Hey, I'm Andrew. This is the Nerve Podcast, and thanks for joining me on this episode. In this week's episode, I speak to Vonnebum, South Africa's longest-running rock band. We briefly talk about motorcycles, and then we dive into their music. Hey, 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 it's Nerve Podcast Friday again. Can't believe that last two weeks have gone so quickly. So you remember in the last episode, I interviewed Glenn from the Music Box. Vonnebuen recently played a gig there and I caught up with them shortly after their gig. All right. Okay, let's go. So, yeah, so the short story is uh, the beginning of the year, I decided to start a podcast just to, the main theme is motorcycles, tattoos and craft and craft is anything from craft beer to local music okay. so we'll talk about motorcycles today and not music yeah we can talk about, Let's talk about all three of this stuff motor gp motor gp like kind of music, <laughs> um it's like cafe races or harley cafe races and 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 will be an upgraded from a 675 to yeah a, your to sv a, yeah, to, yeah yeah, yeah. No, yeah? No, no. i'm already <laughs> guy <laughs> We're gonna. Anyway, that's how it's gonna be. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So anyway, like a couple of weeks ago, I had a chat to Glenn because um, about two years ago I came here to watch Dan Petlansky, and I was just blown. I mean, I've seen, I've seen Dan obviously plenty of times, and he blows my mind every time. But just the venue <laughs> that Glenn has got here is like for me is just. It's just so awesome. Mm, yeah. So I had a chat to him a couple of weeks ago just to talk about the music box and what he's trying to do and you know what his plan is going forward. You know, it's an opportunity to see you guys tonight. Cool. I think like for me, it's like almost like after watching you guys play. I mean, like I'm almost on a high because it's just so amazing to watch. You, me too. <laughs> no, well, you know, it's just it's so amazing to watch local talents. And we're like so privileged to watch, be able to watch local talent. And I sometimes believe that people actually don't realize how much talent we have in this country. And they don't actually take the time. And I mean, you guys have been going for? 23 years. 96. Six. Yeah. So how do you guys do it? I mean, to keep it going for so long? Well, we did, uh, we, did play, we did play music. We like playing music together. We like writing music together. We like playing music together. And... Like that's together. we also like we like, each, we like each other we still it's a family affair we yeah. like uh, we're not we're like we are a bunch time. of we are a bunch of cunts but only to each other yeah it's a good um, reason for us to get together is the music yeah and and luckily what we something happens when we perform together live or in the rehearsal room that uh, we can't deny that is something to beyond the sum of its parts and it's something that we don't ever want to want to end. You know, that's what keeps us going. That's great. I love that. Yeah. And I mean, because um, I, I suppose if you're driven by money, as an example, or <laughs> fame, yeah, 
Yeah, this is the, the wrong, this is the wrong country to do it in, then. Yeah. especially. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's why I asked the question. It's yeah. like, how do you keep it going? How do we get by for so long? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a good question. How do you how do you get by? If you were to be talking to guys that are just getting into the music industry in South Africa, young guys that are aspirational or whatever, I mean, what sort of advice would you give them? <laughs> get a job. <laughs> <laughs> get a job, yeah. I mean, that's a realistic... That's a, that's that's a, a, realistic, a very realistic, realistic thing. thing. For, for, for someone, sometimes you don't get by. Sometimes yeah. you you fucked. Not like, everyone can be as cool as us. As cool as you guys. You can argue it does take pressure off if it's not your ultimate reliance. Yeah, if you're doing it for the passion. Yeah, exactly. You're living with your folks. But when you are the folks. When you have a few children that you know of. Complicated lives. I just I just say to anyone, get a qualify carry on with music or art or whatever you're doing, but qualify in something else as well. Yeah. Yeah. Or get your fingers in many, many pies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. But I mean, I think that's the way life is going anyway. Even yeah. guys that have got corporate jobs have yeah. side gigs. I'm yeah. Sure. Sure. I even have my side gig. Sure. And even yeah. and even exactly. and even big bands or big artists or whatever. Like the fact of the matter is, yeah. like Fifty Cents makes way more out of his TV show and sneakers than he ever did out of fucking out of music. Music. Yeah. yeah. You guys have side projects other than the band in the musical? Yeah, yeah. Um, We've got about seven. I there's, there's actually a lot of side projects. We do have um, big order. <laughs> yeah. Absinthe, then Cido, and then El Cantante, and then. And then got two on, eh? But I do El Cantante with Martin. So El Cantante yeah. is a Spanish language singer. Yeah. Absinthe is Cido with Paul Flynn from Sugar, Sugar Drive oh. doing alternative kind of covers. They've also yeah. played here at the Music yeah. Box. Yeah. Then. Um, John yeah. Aaron and myself are uh, Martin Rock and the Sick Shop, which is Rock of My Fuckabilly Rockabilly yeah, side project. Yeah. Um, Wade has the couch. Wade has the couch. And he watches GP? Motor GP. Rides motorcycles. Rides motorcycles, and he's and pretty he badass. Good uh, quality music. Yeah. Well, not good music, just good, good sound, sound. Yeah. Good sound. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Barbara Streisand DVD on a great set of speakers. <laughs> and then there's Bonneboom. And then Bonneboom, yeah. And um, uh, I'm in the church band. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, John's in the church band. They should have said that on C, you missed the alphabet. They, uh, they have more gigs no, in the St. John's. It's every Sunday, they got a guaranteed gig. Yeah, and they got a guaranteed captive audience. I guarantee you. Yeah. It's a we, call it, we call it the matinee. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't have to pay for it. But then I just rocking out. I was just putting money in baskets. Big big drum silence. So I was asking one of you earlier this evening how many times have you played here at the music box? It's not many. This is uh only Vonneboom's second, second time second only. Yeah. But we've we played here in different guises before. So all the other side all projects. Other projects. Yeah. And I mean, how do you feel about the venue? As a Personally, uh, I love it. It's definitely one of my favorites. I think it's beautiful. Like the whole atmosphere, the vibe. As soon as I'm here, even doing soundcheck, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's like a, yeah. it's a tough one because of the sound wise. Yeah. For us, it's not the greatest. It's, a, it's, a, it's work. But yes. it's it's fucking that's yeah. the least of our problems. It's great. Yeah. So it's 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 non. Ugh, it's awesome. our own issues. We just need to get like in ears or something, just so we could sort out. Because everybody else hears it fine, but there's no direct monitoring for yeah, us. So sure. It's kind of like getting used to that vibe. 
um, okay. you kind of feel powerless. You know? yeah, but yeah. but then it's but a whole other thing. You ride the way; it's a different wave to ride. Yeah, because I mean the sound tonight was yeah. So for it's amazing. Else for everyone great. else, it's great. It, everyone else, like except for you guys. <laughs> I feel like we're getting a little too technical. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. can we say for us it was like hell on earth? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you seem to, you seem to uh, handle it very well. But up front it sounded awesome. And, yeah, look, and, and, um, and the cool thing about what we're doing, and, and we can have as many drinks as we, we want. We, we won't, we'll, we'll, we'll never fall apart in any kind of uh, technically challenging, challenging situation no. because, because of the. I suppose the fret, the skeleton my, of, my of, one of one, what we do, fell. we've been, we've, we feel so comfortable. It's quite natural for us. It's not like we're relying on good sound or whatever. Yeah. We kind of know and trust what we're doing, and yeah. um, and that, that, that's the cool thing about this venue. And because you've got a you've got a completely different experience uh, with the whole intimacy thing. Um, you got to <laughs> like not everybody can stand up there and do what we're doing, like. Confidently, confidently and, yeah. and for two sets and all that because yeah. and especially it's, it's quite daunting it's and especially uh, rock bands as well because yeah. rock bands are used to playing at a certain volume or certain pelt or certain yeah so to take that into a more intimate quieter space you're more vulnerable you're more exposed yeah, so you're more vulnerable you're more yeah. exposed you got to play more dynamically um you can't just blast everybody's ears from from word go yeah because you know? especially when they're sitting and they're so attentive um and you know we're also kind of used to playing clubs and all that where there's a lot of ambient noise that's going down. There was a little bit tonight because there was yeah. a nice sort of energetic crowd at the back of the room. Um, but everybody else is just like eyes glued and, you know, they're into what we're doing. And it, and it felt like it quite, I don't know, it's a, a little bit more daunting than it is just doing a festival. You know. So, I mean, Glenn did say to me that, you know, artists do feel intimidated, intimidated by yeah. the fact that it's very it's like a naked gig yeah. it's extremely naked it's and ex ex exposed you know fine but line between intimate and intimidated intimidated <laughs> yeah but, then but that's I mean, that's like, always a sign you were talking about Dan Petlansky earlier someone who can take an yeah. acoustic guitar like that and fucking rock this place so yeah. confidently yeah. with yeah. an acoustic and a mic for no two problem. hours yeah. like that's that's like skill of just being can do purely that. fucking confident does he have a backing band when he plays it? purely confident right. when he does a good show he just plays on his own yeah so the last so one he did uh, the electric gear, so he's got the guy on the keyboard. Yeah. I know the drummer who did that. But the last time he was uh, that I saw him here, he's just got his looping machine, so yeah. he, he does the percussion and then he does the rhythm and then he plays yeah. solo and sings on top of yeah. it. Yeah. It sure for, does that, doesn't it? For people that watch that, they are they are marveled by the fact that he can yeah. do what oh, a whole band that. does. Exactly. Just one guy. I mean, Elbow Frost also does it yeah. pretty well. Yeah. So yeah, but Glenn did say that 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 artists feel intimidated by it, whereas like from my point of view as a you know someone sitting in the audience, it's so nice to be intimate. With yeah, it's great to watch bands in that situation. No, well, Any artist in that situation. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And I mean, the thing is, like, we all go watch a concert like Metallica, The Cure, Iron yeah. Maiden, or whatever. And there's a separation and yes you watch them and that's great but it's nice to be able to have this intimate experience with a good band like yourselves black hat bones i've seen them at at calexico we we're talking about calexico yeah. it's nice it's really awesome to be able to have a chat with the guys afterwards you know like, like you know like yeah yeah but just hey how's it going yeah you know what's happening you know like 
you know, how are you enjoying the day, you know, the venue and whatever. It's it's nice to be able to have that intimacy. Yeah. Like I, I said to Dan when, when I saw him, I said, look, you know, you're playing now with Jose Gioni. Don't forget about us, you know, because yeah. we enjoy having this experience with you. Yeah. And Cassidy uh, Glenn, I mean, I'm just so grateful to the fact that we have a venue like this to come and watch you guys yeah. play. It's difficult for him to attract bands here. Yeah? I mean, we're trying to, you know, I don't know how we get other other High guys. High profile. To, well, uh, like, like Arno Carstens and yeah. Mark Matthews and those guys. Yeah. I mean, sure. The thing you, is, the thing is, I think just getting to know about this venue, but also it's the type of venue you don't want every motherfucker in Joburg to know about. <laughs> <laughs> it's is that kind That's of venue. True. It's or it's, like first it come is, first serve. That was going to yeah, say, word yeah. of mouthy, databasey, personal yeah. connections, invite, yeah, invite, no, invite, invite. There's definitely a culture going it's, on here. Yeah. Um, and and uh, and Art and Arno, if they um, if they know what the conditions are, what the what the situation is here, they'll yeah. play you absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It's just a, it's just a educating about the venue. It's it's a difficult thing uh, even to get people here, just like marketing wise or whatever, explaining yeah. it to somebody who's never been here. Once you can't describe, been, yeah. Once you can't yeah. describe the venue because it, it sounds very random, yeah. and then when you arrive here, just outside the gate, you're like, "Is this really?" But then you're once like, you pass the gate yeah. and you go into the house, it's like this beautiful, secret, magical, yeah, uh, place venue yeah. where like so all like it takes for me, to just educate people about it. You know, like when I first the first time I came here, then I realized that it's actually Glenn's house. Mm. He's hosting these people in and his, his house. house. Like, you know, the guys are having dinner and they're sitting in his dining room. And I mean, there's, and a, there's, a, yeah, yeah. there's an aspect to that. Yeah. Like an intimacy. And then you have the downstairs venue. Yeah. Well, you were, also, you were also saying um, just now, like your whole thing is like, you know, the bikes and then like crafty stuff and 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 i think a lot of the experience of the modern world because it's so fucking easy just to click a button and 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 it's all virtual and digital and blah 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 that people are into buying into a visceral live real experience again and yeah. craft if you like tailored yeah. experiences yeah absolutely so that's absolutely. why this kind of thing opens up really well and, yeah. and easy to that because yeah. it's also people are actually looking for are looking for that yeah. it's, it's like a, it's like almost i hate to use the term gap in the market but it's whatever it's it's that yes. um, where people are looking for those those experiences again why do 20 year old kids want to wear their fucking grandfather's clothes from a vintage shop you know like your beard, that's like yeah, yeah. fully old school, you know, uh, like yeah. fucking old school burrow styles, you know, no, or, or whatever. You know? But <laughs> but that thing of that like that like vintagey crafty yeah. thing is a is is it's a timeless it's real thing. because it's the same timeless rock and, and roll. Yeah, know? and and it's it's something people can hold on to. That's not like oh, I downloaded this meh meh on the digital blah blah, and it's yeah. something real. Yeah. And those craft and tailored experiences are are what people are after. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, th I think Glenn's biggest delusion, if you like, is that Valentino Rossi's going to win the MotoGP <laughs> Championship again. <laughs> I, I think he's, 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 over <laughs> he's over the hill. <laughs> is he still racing? Huh? Yeah. At the back. He's not anywhere near the back. Uh, <laughs> in the no, midfield. He came <laughs> fourth or something in the first one. 
How do you market yourselves? I mean, Von Boom has been around for 20 plus years. You know, a lot of people know about Von Boom. There are a lot of people that might not, in the younger generation, mm. might not about, know about... Um, There's a lot of older people that, I mean, tonight, somebody yeah. said, I've never seen you guys before and it's, it's, I'm sold. Yes. Yeah. And that's why we do any kind of venue, not just to reach those people, mm. but we've... We, we also accept the fact that there's not enough of a music, live music culture or a hub where you've got a dedicated, regular following that's going to specific venues all yeah. the time. Yeah. So the situation, and it's, I think it's like that around the world to an extent, but South Africa in particular, just because of the way things have been evolving in this country, uh, especially in the music industry and live and economy and all these things, you know? So. I, uh, I think we've always been sort of open to a boutique kind of intimate, you know, house party, like that kind of event because it's, um, and I think people also prefer that because there's less people to engage with. It's not just about watching the band. They're also having a good time with friends, meeting new people. Uh, Let's forget the food here as well. Food, I have to say that um, originally it was sold out tonight. I yeah. phoned Glenn and I said, have you got a spare ticket for me? He's like, oh, it's all booked up. And I was like, okay, no problem. And then he phoned me today and no, he's had a cancellation. I said, okay, cool. And all I could look forward to was the food. food. <laughs> that's killer food, eh? Sure. But I mean, that's, that's also something that's, unique. So this is the thing I was getting at, is that people want to have great experiences wherever yes. they go yeah. nowadays because they don't have to leave the luxury of their home or the comfort of their home where they can watch Netflix and listen to any music they want, streaming or whatever, it, they, it's got to be worthwhile for them. And to, to go and watch and enjoy a cool band or a band that they really dig with friends, because it's usually a social thing, it must be an all-round great experience. The venue's got to be, you know, it's got to be really cool, the food's got to be cool, there's got to be cool, clean toilets for the ladies, yeah. things like that, that just, yeah. it's an overall experience. And for us as well, like as artists, we also realized like on stage usually we would come with our own lights and make sure no matter what the space is we do a little bit something a little bit extra just to make that experience a little bit more special mm. and we're not just going there to play music and then get our bucks and walk away it's yeah. about having some kind of magic and beauty in, in the whole overall experience aesthetically yeah. audio energy wise because it's it's almost like going to church. You want it to be like perfect, spiritually, everything else, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, there are very few places that you get this experience. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You so get you, get, you get 60 people here, but maybe you had the, the quality of experience of some people that it compared to, I don't know, four times, yeah. 240 people, where it really, it was special, something to be there on the day. Because like. also the fact of the matter is, as an artist and how you get artists here and why it does get some really top artists yeah. here is because because of the market that it's catering to you can actually make money yeah and i don't mean thousands of friends hundreds of thousands i mean like that you can you can make you can make more money you can make more money doing 60 <laughs> people at a decent price here than you can charging 50 bucks a head to square scallywags at it's <laughs> 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 sipping on a beer. Yeah.
What, what 50 think? bucks to get in? <laughs> I can buy four quarts of that and fuck this man. <laughs> <laughs> no, the people are here. They know what they're here for. Yeah, but there's they're a here quality, to pay to watch a, music. There's a quality yeah. experience about it. Definitely, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and quality of the crowd is the same thing. It's like the people that come here aren't going to pay what they paid for the, for the whole experience and then just like... No, they've come here. They've come here for a different outside. experience. Yeah, yeah. For sure, man. Yeah, absolutely. They're going to dance another way. That's stranger. That's <laughs> <laughs> stranger. Check it from the right. <laughs> How many mushrooms did you? It's <laughs> a good question, but yeah. Yeah, a good question. Sadly, no. Uh, There's not much room in here. <laughs> There's not much room in this room. <laughs> but I mean, you guys, you, you said you released an album last year. Uh, end, end, of end, of end of 2017. So it's a year and a half. Yeah, it's time flies. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, the future for you guys? You're yeah, just going to keep on rocking? Keep on rocking. Keep we're writing some We're new writing stuff. some great new stuff already. Uh, we're on that train. Just, just keep chipping away. Yeah. Releasing singles from this album. So we got a, a current single out now called In Place of Something that we're really chuffed with. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, awesome. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome stuff, man. So yeah, we just keep creating and it's, and also that whole um, you know getting videos out and presence on on social media and just getting stuff out there so people have got stuff to consume and see yeah. us. We just have to keep you know producing these producing things. Producing stuff. So I mean, have you found that I mean you've been going since the mid '90s? I mean, obviously the music industry has changed globally and yeah. obviously largely yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, from buying CDs, vinyls. Yeah. CDs and uh, to streaming and like you know you're talking about social media I mean social media wasn't around yeah no, back in those days yeah. I mean, how have you guys found that sort of transformation we've just kind of rolled with it eh? we 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 were very bad in the beginning yeah but we, we've I think we've learned how important it yeah. is and and also we're an evolving band we're not like a bunch of old farts we're like this is how it was done and that's how we do it like yeah. we we're pretty open to like rolling with, with how, it, yeah. how shit's going you know yeah, yeah we adapt um i think that's been the other another answer to your initial question for how you know why we've kept going for going, so long, yeah. whatever. i think adapting has always been a thing for us and um it's weird like like I'm still learning stuff today, just going, ah, oh, I wish I'd done this, you know, in the beginning kind of mm. vibes, but I wasn't, you know, things were different then. Um, social media is a big uh, leveler. As much as it offers more opportunity than it did in those days, it also saturates so much more. So, you know, you got to really like, you really got to up your game in all departments yeah. and, and then have something fresh to offer. That's that's what we realized. Yeah. yeah, I always see it as you've had a venue like this. There's a small amount of people. Yeah, they've all taken videos. They all. Such you can say they've all taken drugs. Yeah. I was like, this is going to get interesting. It's a small audience, but it's a quality audience. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the quality audience. Yeah. Okay, so you're talking about playing, playing, playing videos? Yeah, go on. Yeah. No, no, like they take videos and they post it. Of course, it's a photo. 10, 10 of their friends see this, this photo oh. or this video, they hear about the music box, and so on and so on and so on. Yeah. Do you see that as a positive thing in this era? Yeah, it depends so, on the video. <laughs> yeah, it depends. People have got the power to broadcast any shit. 
But I mean, um, I, I mean, have you had any backlash from sort of social media stuff? Well, you know what? I think sometimes you know, amateur footage is amateur footage. footage you, can, yeah. you can never control that. You know? Yeah. Um, and it's <laughs> it's out there, but yeah, it's out there for that's every That's why we always got to brilliant. Like, there's no, <laughs> you always got to like, you know. But also the thing there's is, no, that, there's no room for a slackness, yeah. you know. You're playing in this in this venue. Like, do you think that there's like this almost like authenticity that definitely you yeah. can be mm. on the stage and. Uh, you know, sometimes an artist misses a lyric or something mm-hmm. like that. that no actually notice. I felt good though. What, when you missed a lyric? No, <laughs> no, you always feel good there, John. <laughs> I don't think that's, 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 yeah. that's, that's never a doubt. Yeah, I mean, I um, yeah, keeps us on our toes. Well, I mean, keeps us on our toes. Look, you, but you, you know what, like, the, when, you see, slick, when, when you see a slick gig, yeah. it's slick. So, here's what I was going to say. when you see a, like, an authentic, guys are, like, you guys, I mean, you've been doing this for a so long time. You're like, <laughs> no, but you're all relaxed and everyone's engaging with that. It's intimate. People are, you know, just going with the flow. You guys are going with the flow. You're reading the. Well, so, I don't know. I think we've 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 performed in all in kinds all of situations. situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, performed in like. So again, the one from the corporates like Miff sterile dead corporates to. The most liveliest, unexpected, drunken, debaucherous like, radium gig, where, pe- where people are like falling over your shit on stage, um, knocking over your mic stand. Then, yeah, that's, that happens. But, but in any situation, we always uh, are confident if we play well ourselves and we were rehearsed enough ourselves which after these years you know each other well enough to play with each other and if you have the most basic like kind of good framework you can pull off whatever yeah thank goodness and I'm talking down to even like stadium shows the Guns N' Roses show like yeah like our sound on stage wasn't the the most awesome on any level you know but just because you know each other well and you're listening and you you stick to the scripts and you you get a job done you know had a great time Let's talk about opening for bands, Simple Minds. Yes, it's long ago. Yeah, that was great. Loved them. Scottish lads. That was 95. And how do you find opening for international bands? And like now Guns N' Roses? I mean, do you guys get the same sort of sound equipment? Or? Uh, our sound for GNR, we were quite lucky. We had good, uh, we had good sound at GNR. We had our own engineer. We had our own, we had our own backline. Yeah. Um, yeah, they didn't cut us off at the knees in yeah. terms of volume and that, you know. Obviously, we didn't get to use the full stage and their full lighting and whatever. Obviously not. It's theirs. Yeah. It's not ours. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it was a very, uh, it's a, a very humbling experience sometimes because although you, you're the support band, people are not there for you. Yeah. You know, they, they, they're there for the main band and you don't get as much love yeah as, but as the opportunity to open for big bands is just it's just nice too, too great you know yeah, it's and, too great. and it was beautiful seeing the crowd gra- the crowd grow from when we walked out i don't know how many people there were in front of the stage i don't know ten thousand or something like that and then it just grew and grew to like, I don't know, 40,000 or something like that. By the end of our set, it was like this really cool, fat crowd. It was the biggest crowd we ever played. Yeah, awesome. Even though it filled up to whatever, 65 or whatever. It was just like, it's, um, that experience is one for the books for us. You know? um, 
it's weird. It kind of like it's kind of like a um, it's like this ageless kind of experience. It's something that you dream about from when you're like young, play to the crowd like that. Whatever yeah. the circumstances are, even though you're not the main band or whatever, but just having that opportunity and it's nothing that we will ever. What's We'll, ne we'll never like get jaded about you know? yeah we'll never get complacent or mm. smug about it i think it's just that's the beauty of music as well i and think I even, mean, you, even in our situation if we were playing stadiums every fucking night we'd never be smug about it because it's always been a it's always been like a battle for us and a mission a great mission but it's always been it's always been a hustle for us, yeah. a hustle for us. i think i th i honestly believe especially <coughs> at this age now that we've worked so long and hard on it that if we did get mega fame, I really don't believe we'd become dickheads. We might, but I really don't think we would. Um, yeah, just because we've, we've had the knocks, we've had the good times, we've had the knocks, and like we, it's, so you know, your shit still stinks. Yeah, so I'm too superstitious. So. <laughs> but I mean, if you look at the bands that have been around for a long, long time, I would imagine that they would have the same sort of outlook as you have, that they've had the knocks, they've worked, hard to get where they oh, are. They're all different. They're all like different. Like the chili peppers. I mean, mm -hmm. like the first thing that comes to mind is the chili peppers. Yeah. I mean, the chili peppers have been around for yonks. Mm. And I mean, they must have been through the same kind of thing. Yeah, you know, big struggling. Time. Deaths. You know. yeah. mm. Divorces, babies, yeah. drug addictions. Yeah. Albums. Albums, failures, yeah. successes, shows, failure successes. Yeah. Yeah. Personal failure successes. And I mean, but they've had a good run though since they've taken off. But I mean, the thing is that they yeah. still retain their, 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 their audience. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a Chili Pepper fan, they could bring an album out tomorrow. I'll download it straight away. Sure. Yeah. You know and what I mean? still got watching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, musical influences for you guys? What's uh, what well, your musical sure, influences? It's so vast and wide in Vonnegum. It really is ridiculously vast and wide. But speaking of the Chili Peppers, we've always said that that's a band, for example, that we all agree on yeah and everyone that's ever been in Vonnegum agrees on yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's weird and uh, it's one of those bands we don't really sound like them, them but we just have we just but, like associate with them with yeah. something something somewhere well something I must admit I, I drew the same sort of parallel um, cool but, yeah. but, but there's a lot of stuff I mean Ciro starts we've all got our own tuxedos you two growing up yeah like as all the cult for example oh, like oh, that what early, awesome like, Rock Man. stuff, you know. Mm. But then there's the other stuff that's like not rock or alternative stuff. Like, see, I was big into electronica stuff, and that we both dig the prodigy. Like, I love oh, the harder yeah. side of Absolutely. the electro stuff. See, digs electro stuff, you know. I think like Radiohead and oh yeah, he's like more cramp side of things, and it's like, I mean, we still appreciate each other's, but you know, sometimes we lean more towards other, you know, other kind stuff. of Wait, just because of our personality. We were joking about Barbara Streisand earlier. He really loves Barbara yeah. Streisand and George Michael. Oh wow! <laughs> like straight up, they fucking. He's got everything George Michael's <laughs> ever done. Um, and then Jono, because he's not here to defend himself, is into Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Beatles, the Beatles, Beauty and the Blowfish. Blowfish. He's into rubbish, um, <laughs> but he's into some good stuff as well. Blink One Eight Two, and uh, that. But he's day, mostly sure. into garbage. Garbage. No, not, not, not garbage. Not garbage. Ah. <laughs> 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 okay. Mostly crap. Just on the on the on the final thing. Yes. Like, how do you guys feel when you hear about guys like Chris Cornell and uh, Jesse Bennington? Keith Flint and, 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 and those guys. Hey, all all our heroes are dead. 
like for me, like, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's funny because, um, yeah, you know, Chris Cornell, like Chester Bennington for me, like Lincoln Park was like, I just realized, I wake up the next morning and realize, You'll never hear another Lincoln Park again. No. Yeah. And like for me, that was yeah. like, and I mean like Lincoln Park has always been like there in the background. You know, I'm a Metallica fan and whatever. Sure. But Lincoln Park has always been the consistent thing. And my wife's, my wife's like that as well. She yeah, loves so I was cut up loved about them, it. She was as well. She was just like, holy fuck, I can't believe it. Yeah. She, but she, she still fucking goes on about it. Like, I like, like, like I have to admit, so do I. Yeah, mm. a lot. So I, think, I. I think Linkin Park had that fucking rabid following. You know, like metal bands have a rabid following on the yeah. underground, but Linkin Park had that in a pop type rock sense. Yeah, where yeah. they were way bigger than any fucking metal band because the hip hop thing that. But no one took them as naff because they weren't too poppy. But they were a pop band. No matter yeah. how you look at it, they were a boy band with, with guitars. Every they were a boy band. They were a boy band with guitars. and released. And but they were yeah. fucking great and the fans are rabid i remember that lincoln park show in at soccer city everyone around me sang every fucking word to every <laughs> song and i'm not yeah. a, such a heavy fan i was like wow yeah until they did beastie boy sabotage yeah. i was like that's yeah <laughs> but, then, uh, but then like for you to say um i can't believe i'm not going to hear them again or without chester anyway but it's the same like with prodigy or whatever it's like it's so mad, like Keith wasn't really like the vital sound of Prodigy, but he was in a way, like just his, just his, his spirits, yeah. what he embodied, his image, his everything, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so yeah, what we think about it, I mean, we all have our own kind of thoughts about it. I don't think we have a collective, you know, with our heroes okay. committing yeah. suicide or not take the pressure or or whatever they're going through, because everybody's got their own reason oh, for taking it. You know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, I believe every death is a suicide. But, um, that's me. <laughs> oh, anyway, guys, it's been great. No, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Wow, what a privilege to sit down and chat to the guys from Vonneburg. Uh We had a good few laughs, as you could hear. They're a great bunch of guys. If you don't know their music, I would recommend you go check it out. Go catch a live gig of theirs. Check out their latest video. I'll put all the links in the show notes. And I look forward to the next conversation that I have with them. And that, my friends, is the end. Catch you next time.